His name is Ish Berry, and this is Berry Media Unrestricted. He explores the city of Houston, looking for people who are not afraid to get unrestricted. Interesting men and women who have an extraordinary journey, doing the kind of things that make great stories to tell for the rest of us. Now get ready for Unrestricted. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back for another episode of the Unrestricted Podcast. I'm your host, Ish Berry, and we are live in lo on location today at SV Beauty and Spa. One of our uh, original guests here when we started the podcast, uh, journalism major. She's a, a renaissance woman, entrepreneur, hustler, innovator and now spa owner, add that to the resume there, <laughs> author, we're gonna talk about her book in a minute, and now I'm getting ahead of myself, so let me go ahead and introduce her. And ladies and gentlemen, joining me today is Segura Nino. Welcome back on the Hi, podcast. <laughs> Welcome ladies and gentlemen. So I remember whenever I did my last podcast, that was about two years ago, and I was in the process of opening my salon. Two years later, here I am. Yeah, and happy one-year anniversary. To, as we're recording this, yes. September 1st. Today is the one-year anniversary. Congratulations. <laughs> happy anniversary. Thank you. And I Thank want to say you. before we dive into it, I am so proud of you. I, I love things like this where, you know, I love creativity and entrepreneurship, but when someone actually puts together a brick and mortar and you show the process on your social media from when this was just, you know, hollow, you yeah, know, and then like, you know, construction, yeah, it had nothing in here. From you construction put, yeah. to um, putting up know, the walls, the, the, the floor, the tile, the yeah. paint, picking out the, the, the curtains, the colors, the and, colors and coordinating everything in together yeah. and color coordinating, which is the hardest part, I feel like, well, which was my hardest part. But. Yeah, I, it is, it's, it's beautiful. I mean, as soon as I walked in, and of course, anyone who follows you on social media, you know, they, they see it, but to me, it's like, it's different. You can watch something on TV or social media, or whatever, and then when you walk in, it's like, oh, wow, this place is really, really nice. Like, yeah, the, the pictures beautiful. and video and social media doesn't just do the it justice. the ambience, and then how Absolutely. calm and relaxing it is. Like, you get that vibe when you come in here, it's just like so relaxing and Oh, absolutely. Calm. <laughs> no, I, I, it's, this is this is dope. This is very dope. So let's dive into the uh, questions here. So first off, let's talk about entrepreneurship, which is why we're here this afternoon. Um, like I said, again, congratulations on reaching a one-year mark. Can you take us back to the beginning and share your thoughts of what inspired you to start your own spa? So originally I'm from Beaumont, Texas. Mm -hmm. So I feel like Beaumont, Texas is a place where there's people that start doing hair at a young age and I was one of them. Okay. I started doing my mom hair when I was in middle school. Um, and from there I just started to want to be in the beauty industries from doing my mom hair. And I also did my own hair and I had some Barbie dolls that my mom would buy me every Christmas and I would stay up late just doing their hair and That's cute. and working. Yeah, so actually I started with the Barbie dolls and I was like, you know what, I wanna try on a real human. So I asked my mom one day, could I um, do a style on her hair? And she just didn't think I was capable of doing her hair because I was in middle school, you know, yeah. I was still kind of young. So I actually did her hair and it turned out really great. She loved it. 
So after that, after I started doing my hair, I started getting clients from school, from middle school up to high school. So from then I was getting clients that were coming to my home and back and forth. And then I graduated high school. After graduating high school, I moved to Houston. You know, Houston is a really big city mm -hmm. where people come here to pursue their dreams in the beauty industry. And I was yeah. one of them. So I moved here when I was 15 and I wanted to finish out living, pursuing my dreams. So I started doing um, hair in an actual suite. And what made me think about getting my own salon is because I felt like I can make my own money and I can run the salon. So that's how I started as a salon owner. Okay. Dope. Wow. <laughs> nah. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a, it's a lot. Yeah. It took a while for me to get here, but now yeah. I'm here. But it was always been it. my dream. Yeah. It's yeah, always from, from been my child. dream from a child to open my own salon. That's dope. <laughs> and uh, running a spa involves creating a, a sincere and inviting atmosphere, which like we talked about at the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, how did you go about crafting this unique ambiance that is SV Beauty and Spa? So what I have to say about color, I feel like color symbolizes a lot. Mm -hmm. It symbolizes your mood um, and how you feel. So I know that light pink symbolize youthfulness, uh, calmness, mm. and peacefulness. So I wanted to give the clients that fulfillment of peace, calmness, whenever you walk into my salon, youthfulness, because there's also a lot of older clients that do come into SV Beauty and Spa. Mm -hmm. They want to get their hair done, nails done, uh, et cetera. So that's why I went with the color pink, because of the calmness, the relaxation, and the youthfulness that it makes you feel. Nice, okay. I never thought about that with with <laughs> colors, but that that makes a lot of sense. It just shows the the yeah. thought you put in that. <laughs> like if it was me, like my favorite color is red, so everything about me is just red. When I think of red, I think of angry, angriness. Like I'm a Scorpio, mad, so yeah. Nah. <laughs> but I guess it just depends on what color red, because they have like light red, yeah, like different, dark yeah. red, just like pink, just like with any color, they have different colors. And, tones and yeah, stuff. Yeah, tones, no, you're right. yeah, correct. Yeah. And let's go into your book a little bit. You can hold up your book. Show, oh, okay. us, show, show her off. Yeah. yeah. I love that cover, too. Thank you. Oh, it's red. Yeah. <laughs> and see, this is the kind of shade of red that I do like. So, okay. Yeah. I'm more of like a, a, a crimson kind of scarlet red. red yeah, yeah. Like U of H red. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, in your book here, um, your book the title is... Um, How to Become a Successful Salon Owner. Mm -hmm. um, it And... It delves into the world, dives into the world of salon ownership. Uh, could you tell us about the main themes and messages you want to convey throughout your writing? So um, I want to help individuals. So originally I'm a mentor. Mm -hmm. So I have mentored young women in the past um, that wanted to do better, not just particularly in the beauty industry, but that wanted to pursue their dreams. So whenever I wrote this book, I wanted to kind of reach out to people in the beauty industry that wanted to become a salon owner. So it talks about a lot of things like finances, um, how to start up your plan. Um, and I feel like the biggest things is finance and we'll talk about that later. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's a lot of things in here, a table of contents, um, starting in the beauty industry, 
the saline, saline management. But I don't want to give too much stuff away because yeah. I want well, you guys to go purchase buy my book. Yes, ma'am. Oh, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I did take my books off the shelf for a, a little while to go mm. more in depth of me personally. Um, I wanted to kind of put some insight of my personal life in there so it can feel more touchy to individuals. But I will be having my um, saline party um, book for my uh, book in a few weeks. Okay. And I'll definitely put that out there. Okay, yeah. Let me know so I can, you know, put it across my <laughs> yeah. social media and, and everything like that. Nah, yeah. that's, that's dope. And um, let's see here. Okay. So many aspiring salon owners will benefit from your wisdom. Could you highlight, let's just say, just one piece of advice from your book? Don't want to give away too much, like we said, that you believe are critical for those starting their own spa or salon? Um, like I said before, finances. Mm -hmm. So we have to talk about finances because how are you going to open up a salon without any money? Yeah. So I believe finances is really big. It's something that you should look into before opening a salon or even thinking about it. And, you know, credit. How's my credit if you have to get a loan from the bank? You know? mm, good point. And so I believe finances is the biggest um, thing that I suggest you look into before opening a salon. And that's something that you know, everyone should look into because if you're struggling with finances, then how are you going to keep your salon, you know, um, running? Gotcha. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah, like the old saying, if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're, and you have to go in your pocket and spend. It's all about profit. Yeah. So I also think another big thing is profit. At gotcha. The same time, yeah. Looking at your cost and how much yeah. you know, operating expenses and, and so forth. Yeah. Um, and the kind of segue into the next question here. So running a business comes with its share of challenges. What are some of the biggest hurdles you faced in your first year of spa ownership and uh, how did you overcome them? Um, I think that the first is being true to yourself and your word, having boundaries. Like I feel like at the beginning, I did not have any boundaries mm -hmm. being a salon owner because I wanted it to work. I wanted the salon to work so bad that I would give people, you know, a few weeks free. Yeah. And as a salon owner, having your own suite, that's not the case. You want to make money. Of course, but yeah. I feel like in the first few months, I feel like I didn't set any boundaries and that was the hardest part of having a salon because you want it to work so bad. You want people in here. It doesn't matter if they don't pay those first weeks because you yeah. just want it to be busy and running. So I feel like boundaries. Makes sense. Not having boundaries. Yeah. I said in boundaries. And so reflecting on your journey so far, um, could you share a standout moment that made all the hard work and dedication feel truly rewarding? Um, I feel like uh, what was very rewarding was when the Houston magazines reached out to me. Um, That's dope. The three, I'm publishing three Houston magazines. Congrats. Um, Voyage magazine, shout out HTX and Canvas Rebel okay. are the three um, Houston magazines that I'm published in. So I feel like it was really rewarding for them to, just to recognize what mm -hmm. I'm doing um, as a salon owner, wife, mother entrepreneur, mentor, book author. So I did have all that into the magazine. So if you guys want to check that out, then I'll give you my Instagram and the links at the end of the video. Okay, but yeah, I can put the links in the description. That was very rewarding to me, yeah, nah, no when problem. they reached out to me. Uh, that's definitely dope. <laughs> and uh, 
As SV Beauty and Spa here enters its second year, what exciting developments and new offerings can your uh, clients and customers and the community look forward to? So, um, that's a good one. Because I remember I talked about as a child, I used to do hair. Mm -hmm. I used to also sell hair. I used to have an online hair boutique um, for a while. And then whenever I transferred, Positioned over into opening my salon. I never had the time to put my hair into the salon So I feel like that's something that customers can look forward to being able to come in a salon Purchase hair and then get their hair done with my wigs that I'll be offering in a few months. Oh nice Okay, <laughs> and they'll be sold here. Yeah, I take they'll it. okay. Be here. That's dope. They'll okay. Be sold here, so yeah. let's walk in and get them nice. Okay, yeah. and um with both a thriving spa and a published book, what's next on your list of goals and aspirations in the beauty and wellness industry? Open my second location. Oh, nice. Okay, okay. Let's go. You decided what part of town yet? Or? Um, I really want to go to the south side. Okay. Um, like I was telling one of the girls here, it's just kind of hard right now. It's um, very competitive on the south side of Houston. Yeah. There's a lot of yeah. salons on the south side. So that's something that I'm looking into. And while I'm looking, I have to think about ways, what I can do different mm -hmm. to for my to salon that. to be better than theirs. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah something that's, to that's, kind of set you yeah. apart from the rest. Because yeah. uh, I say, me personally, I've lived all different parts of Houston, but the majority of my life in Houston, I've lived on the Southwest. And, you know, I know the South Side's big, but like you said, just the South, especially the Southwest, yeah, it's like tons of salons, hair places. Like it's on, so busy, yeah. yeah. yeah Ev that's like what I'm everywhere, yeah. Yeah, so I have to see if I'm going to open on the south side, north side, east side. There's not really too many salons on the east side of Houston. I don't, I don't think. Hear, yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't. I mean, that's the only part of Houston, personally, I've never really stayed on. I mean, I've, I've done business and stuff out there, but yeah, I don't, I don't see too many out there. I don't even hear about it, but. And south side and the southwest, and then it's like, okay, well, if you say the south side, because the south is so big, are you talking southeast, south central, southwest? And yeah, exactly. If you yeah. say you say southwest, well, that's big. Are you talking Galleria area? Are you talking River Oaks? You talking somewhere kind of in the hood? You know, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like the <laughs> <It's just huge>. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's see. As we wrap this up. What would be your key takeaway for our listeners who might be considering pursuing their dreams, whether if it's in the spa industry or any other field? So what I want to talk about um, mm -hmm. is I feel like never give up. And that's the number one thing that I would suggest to people. Um, you know, failure happens whenever you're starting something new. So don't yeah. be alarmed. If you're failing, don't give up. Um, so for me, in the first year when I was building my salon, I did go through trials and tribulations. And that's normal. I mean, we all going to go through trials yeah. and tribulations at one point. So I feel like that's the number one thing and the advice that I have to give to people. Never give up, you know. So it's just a natural part of success. Failure is a natural part of success. So that's what I would say. Never give up. And yeah. your dreams will come true. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's a good piece of advice. and. One thing I want to kind of elaborate on that is that one thing I try to tell people, okay, when you stumble, when you fail, the most important thing is learning from it. Exactly. You know? Learning from experience. Hey, yeah, exactly. How did I get here and how do I prevent this from happening again? What little 
tweaks or adjustments I need to make and, and move forward. You know, yeah, certain situations it may get you, you know, down, frustrated, you know, you beat, you know, you're kind of mentally kicking beat yourself, yourself in the head. Up, yeah, yeah, you're beating yourself up. Exactly. But you got to learn from it and, and move on and, and, and move take on. what you learn and put it into place for something else yeah. that can happen. Like you'll learn from it. And then if it happens again, then you'll know what to do. Exactly. So, and, yeah. and, and like being in my realm of like media and photography, you know, I try to tell people, say, hey, I made this mistake. Don't, you know, and it set me back X amount of time. Don't, don't do that. You know, yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. if, I could, if I could pass on the advice so someone else doesn't make that same mistake I made, then, you know, all the better. Exactly. Uh, well, I cannot thank you enough for inviting me here. You know, <laughs> I'm ready to take some B-roll and get some shots and stuff. Um, this is this is a beautiful place. And again, like and I said, it's an accomplishment. Like my yeah, friend told me, like huge. we're through the hardest part of the first year. Usually, entrepreneurs go through the hardest part in their um, you know yeah. business the first year. Mm -hmm. So this is the first year I'm through the hardest part and I'm ready to open my second location. All right, congratulations so. on that. <laughs> Thank um, you. And where can people find your book and learn more about you? Um, I'll put the links, there's a few links that I'll okay. put in there, yeah, but on, I'm on Amazon. Um, I'm on gooddreads.com, my book, and okay. I'm also Instagram, Sagora Nino at Sagora, no, at Sagora Nino TV. And then my beauty salon page is SB Beauty and Spa. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll put all that in the description and in the, the uh, show okay. notes. Yeah, that's terrific. And uh, you look you look awesome, by the way. Thank you. Love the outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming. Nah, my oh. pleasure. My pleasure. I, I enjoyed making the trip out here. I used to live on this side of town and hadn't been out and here. And it's just so far to get here. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, it's it's worth it. A lot has grown up here on the, uh, off of uh, 1960 here. Yeah, it has a lot. expanded a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's hustling and bustling. Good location. <laughs> Good location. Okay. It is. Well, and uh, I just want to remind everybody out there as we wrap this up that if you want to support the podcast, you can do so by sharing this episode, commenting, liking, subscribing. Look us up on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Links are in the description. And if you want to donate, then those are all free, by the way. You can support the podcast free that <laughs> way. Yeah. And if you want to support the podcast monetarily, you, you can subscribe once a month to our Patreon. Anywhere between $1 to $3. Give you early access to episodes, behind-the-scenes content, and any other shenanigans I could come up with. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, thank so, you, guys. You'll be seeing me soon. Yes, yes. We'll do some more episodes. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and uh, everybody, take care of yourselves and each other. We're out of here. All right. Bye. Peace. Bye. <laughs> Want to help the channel remain upstanding and dedicated to the truth? Then consider becoming a channel patron. The link to our Patreon account is in the description below.